Welcome to God, the Bible, and Me, a simple podcast by a simple man exploring the Bible, one verse, maybe two, at a time, except for today, which is our special episode where we get a little more in depth, and sometimes we have a special guest, but today it's going to be just you and me. After that, uh, we'll be doing the salvation prayer for anyone out there who has not accepted our Lord Jesus Christ as our personal savior and would like to and let's begin hi everyone welcome to the special saturday episode and i hope you guys are doing well out there and uh you're having a you had a great week and you're having a good weekend a great weekend at that and don't forget to go to the lord's house and to be able to be filled in the spirit with god and to hear a good message and to be around other believers Let's go ahead and start with the opening prayer, and then we'll get started. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for everything you do for us, and I pray for our sins. I pray that you forgive us where we have failed you, Lord, and you cleanse our mind, our bodies, and our souls, and that you help us each and every day of our life, and I thank you for everything you do. Lord, I ask for any special prayers that anyone may have out there that you help them through whatever they're asking and that you give them strength and comfort and you be with them, you give them peace and you just help them, Lord. And I pray that you always be with us and you always encourage us and in your holy name, amen. All right, let's go ahead and get started. So today we will be reading Romans chapter seven, verses 21. 22, 23, 24, 25. And this one, and I'll be reading out of the ESV. So this one is a letter from uh, Paul to the Romans. Uh, so as you may know, Paul was a an apostle of Jesus. Uh, he wasn't uh, a disciple of, of Jesus. He wasn't one of the original 12, he came afterwards, after Jesus died and was resurrected. Uh, he, his name was sent, uh, originally was Saul. So what Saul would do would be to persecute people that believed in Christ. So he was a very strong believer. And if I'm not mistaken, he was a Pharisee. So he grew up in that, in that uh, type of... Um, belief system so you had the sadducees you had the pharisees of the jewish faith and they both believed something a little different they both believed in the law but they they had different beliefs but both of them didn't believe in jesus christ as a savior or the son of god so after jesus and all this happened uh with his resurrection his death his resurrection and and his uh, disciples going off and about through the world uh preaching the good news people like Saul were persecuting people who believed in Jesus. So his job was to go out and find and press and bring people to the Jewish courts and basically saying that they're doing bad and then basically get them in trouble. But on the way to Damascus, Saul had Jesus come down and speak to him, basically telling him, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And Saul was like, who is this Lord? Because he knew it was it was God present, right? He didn't know he didn't know who was talking to him, but he did know it was God. It was a form of God. 
And then Jesus said, well, it's me, basically Jesus Christ. Why are you persecuting me? And from that, the story goes that Jesus blinded him because of his of his of his bright awesomeness, essentially, if you want to go there, of his presence. His presence was so much that God blinded Saul because he wanted to show Saul that that he needs to be obedient and that what he was doing was not right. And so basically he had to go to the city, find a believer, and then he prayed. And then God above that also told him like, hey, you're going to pray for this man. His name's Saul. And so that way he can see again. And, and then the story goes. And then that's when Saul changed to Paul and he became an, he became one of the strong people of God. He went out and about to the world and he preached the message. He was going to bring the word to the Gentiles. And the Gentiles are everybody who are not of the Jewish faith or not the Israelites. So he was one of the reasons why the gospel was spread upon us because he ignited that, that thing. Okay, so going all that. So this is his letter to the Romans. And that's what Roman is. is and then that's all like the Corinthians and all that stuff is the letters that Paul wrote and it's broken up. So this is a part and after I listened to this it was a very it, it was a very powerful message that I guess I I've, I've never really paid attention to or the the last time I went through it it was kind of just like a quick run through. But let's go ahead and get into the word. Again, this is Romans chapter 7 verse 21 through 25 and it goes like this. So, I find it to be a law that when I want to do right, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inner being. But I see my members, others law, other law waging war against the law of my mind and making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from the body of death. Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. For when I myself serve the law of God with my mind, but my flesh, I serve the law of sin. All right. So that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot to unpack. But I wanted to go through those verses because it all goes together. And and the reason. And so let's go ahead and break it down. I'm going to basically in, in to sum up this little part. He's basically saying that any time he wants to do good and wants to follow God. Sin is right there trying to hold you down, trying to turn you a different direction, right? So when he's constantly trying inside, internally, trying to go and trying to do right, trying to make a difference, following God's law, following God's rules, following God, sin is trying to also take over. And that's where it's like, making me a captive to the law of sin. So 
you're trying to do this internally externally this flesh that is basically sin all around us because of everything that went went everything that went down basically in the garden of eden where adam and eve sinned and that was the sin that started into the world that was introduced into the world and it has multiplied and multiplied beyond belief until now right and at this time paul is saying like every time i'm trying to do something right every time i'm trying to mentally internally trying to make a difference and follow god's law kingdom and wanting to do something for the kingdom sin is right there sin is always going to be there and that's what like it says right there i myself i myself at the end serve the law of god with my mind but with my flesh i serve the law of sin so internally jesus christ lives inside of us all when we accept christ as our lord as our personal lord and savior he lives inside of us but the sin is the flesh is our earthly bodies that is what is constantly covered with such dark and evilness and that is the war that rages on right so when you're trying to make strive to the to god's kingdom when you're trying to do god's work you're always going to have that battle with sin because our flesh our human flesh does not want to follow the things of god like that's just how it is because we are so consumed by sin we are all around it like our bodies have absorbed the sin so much like through time and history and if you just look at the things that are going on in this world you go on and you look at the way people treat other people and the way we are and how some people react to other people it's like that sin that's the sin he's talking about here when he's talking about the sin that dwells within him right here like in uh, verse 23 at the end where he says the law of sin that dwells in my members the law of sin that dwells in my flesh in my on my body that's the that's the sin that when you're trying to do something good sin's going to want to make you do something bad because it goes completely against our human body nature to do good because we're always drawn to that and that's what paul's saying here like every time he wants to do right like at the beginning so i find it to be a law that when i do right evil lies close at hand because the devil the demons all that is always close by trying to put you down anytime you're trying to put out a message for god listen to a message i i've i've gone to to church and sermon and try to listen to the word and then something technical happens like the equipment right and something breaks or they're trying to get set up or something happened with the preacher's mic like anytime there's something there you you gotta you gotta be ready for the devil you gotta be ready for the demons like they're going to attack they're going to try to trigger that sinful nature that's in your body and they're going to try to make it attack 
the goodness that you're trying to do for God, right? Because when you look and you see something that this is the right thing to do, it always seems harder to do the right thing than it is to do the wrong thing. And you see it all the time when people are just it's as simple as when somebody leaves their wallet and somebody finds it like it's it's much easier. And you have that draw to say, like, I'm going to take the money and then throw it away or I'm not even going to bother with it. But it takes harder and takes more of a pull from internally to say, I'm going to take that and I'm going to turn it in to the office of that store and then that way they can contact the person or maybe the person will come back asking for it and that's what paul's trying to tell us here is like whenever he wants to do good and he wants to be good evil is there and it's always going to be there and that's that's the one thing that we have to basically learn to adapt to that it's going to be a constant battle good versus evil it's always going to happen and we have to just be on the side of good and just keep relying on that strength that our Lord Jesus Christ gives us. Because he's going to give us everything we need to face every single day. Every battle we face, we face it with God. Now, when you accept our Lord Jesus Christ into your heart, you've already won the war. But we still have to go through the battle, right? So at the end, we win. At the end. We are going to be with our Lord Jesus Christ. We are going to be on the other side of victory. We have already won the war, but we still face the battles day to day. But take her encouragement that we will win. We have won. It's just getting through that. And that's going to be the constant drive between good and evil that lives inside of us because of the sin. Now, it's a very powerful part here where he says wretched man that i am who will deliver me from this dead body this is paul now if i if i didn't emphasize it before this is this is a man who god chose to spread the word to the gentiles and he was a man of fire for god like he went out and preached the word he he was um when he went to rome he was put in prison and he was put in the jail cell at the bottom. And if you go on and read the story, and this is what I've, I've learned, you know, going to church and listen to my, my pastor and talking about these kind of things. Because when you go talk to the pastor and listen to the word, they get more in depth. A lot of them have gone through Bible, uh, Bible schools and they've gotten more depth and learned the history and more in depth into it. And it talks about like the cell that he was in. And it was like at the bottom of the dungeon and like he was literally sitting in a sewage, right? And Paul was, I believe this is where he wrote his famous thing. In all things, I can, I can do all things in Christ who strengthens me. Like this man was God's, one of God's chosen and he went and preached. And then he himself is saying, wretched man that I am. He's saying that even he is a broken person. Even he needs God. Even he is not worthy. And he's saying, who's going to deliver me from this? Who is going to save me? 
And that's what we that's what I'm saying. This is a powerful part because he then follows up and says, Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Because he knows that he's gonna get his strength from our Lord Jesus Christ. He's gonna get eternal life through our Lord Jesus Christ. He is going to get that love and support and that will to keep moving forward. And that is the same God that we serve. We can take the same comfort and love and strength from our Lord Jesus Christ, just as this great man Paul did. We also have that. We can all, when we submit ourselves to our Lord Jesus Christ, when we give ourselves to our Lord Jesus Christ, then no matter how much sin tries to take over our lives, no matter how much the devil tries to push us down and tell us that we're not worthy, we're not good enough, we're just going to mess up, we can stand up with our Lord Jesus Christ and say, no, even though this body wants to sin this heart this mind will live for god this heart this mind will constantly keep moving forward because through our lord jesus christ we can serve the law of god with our mind and we can say no to the laws of sin because no matter what that battle is always going to happen you are always going to want to do bad because of the sin that lives within us. But through our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior, we have victory. We can continue to do right. We can continue to follow God's laws. We can continue to move forward knowing that we win in the end and that sin will be destroyed because when our Lord Jesus Christ died on the cross, he didn't just die for the current sin. He didn't die for the past sin. He died also for the future sin. His death on the cross was for past, present, and future. And that we all are forgiven. Because we all fall short of the glory of God. But through our Lord Jesus Christ, we can be saved if we accept them into our heart. We can be set free. And we can be with him in heaven when we leave our earthly bodies and be given anew. All right. Let's go ahead and move into the salvation prayer. For anyone out there. Who has not accepted our Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior and would like to. All you got to do is follow along as I pray and believe it and truly believe it with your whole heart these words. And it goes like this Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner. And I ask for your forgiveness. I believe that you died on the cross for my sin and that you rose from the dead 
I turn from my sin and I ask you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. In your holy name, amen. Congratulations if you said that. Because Jesus Christ, our Lord, says, He is the way, He is the truth, and He is the life. And no one goes to the Father except through Him. No one goes to heaven unless you accept Him. Because only He can forgive you of your sins and wash the sin that is on this body. I'm reading a new verse every Tuesday and Thursday. And on Saturday is our special episode where I bring on a guest or not. And we have a, a more depth in discussion and a, and a bigger chunk of the Bible. Don't forget to share the podcast. Spread the word. Give every Let's give everyone an opportunity to hear God's words through his Bible through his words from the Bible, and to also have an opportunity to give their life to Christ by doing the salvation prayer. You can find this podcast on Apple and Spotify. You can reach this podcast at Podcast at gmail.com. Let me know your favorite verse or verses. And if you decided to do the salvation prayer, and give your life to Christ. I would love to hear about it. Until next time, keep reading.